0: Hello
1: everyone, you are listening to the latest Flyers Talk Podcast. I am Jordan Hall, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Brooke Destra. We are live at Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. And Brooke, the Flyers are the hottest team in hockey. Wait a minute. Yes. Five game winning streak. That is the longest active winning streak right now in the NHL. It's the Flyers' longest winning streak since 2019 20, the last time they went to the playoffs. Now I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs this season but that is considerable progress so brooke i'm going to ask you a loaded question off the bat is this winning streak for real is this team starting to prove that it could could do something this season
0: um i'm taking it excuse me very lightly right now i'm enjoying it absolutely um i do think there's go it's part of the ebbs and flows of rebuilding because <laughs> I saw a joke the other night and it was like the Flyers lost to the Sharks and then they decided we're never going to lose another game again <laughs> and it's funny because we really like we picked that game apart like mm, you did. know it was just you know they played down to their opponent and then you know this is a win a really impressive stretch of wins that they've kind of strung together you know it's not like middle of the pack for the most part, they knocked off the defending champions in overtime. They knocked off the hurricanes. Like it's, and the Kings, I mean, the Kings haven't been that great at home this season, but overall another playoff contender um, per se. And it's been refreshing. It's been thrilling. I'm watching every single game and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, like they're they're really fun right now. Like, I I don't know what's happening in a good way. so again, I'm taking it very lightly, but I I haven't, like, I didn't expect this team to come in and be terrible yeah. this year, which a lot of people had that idea. They were like, oh, th- this is going to be like the worst season ever. We're going to have to sit through, you know, like crappy game after crappy game. I'm like, no, like it's, it's a talented team. And honestly, I want them to thrive because travis connect has the potential to be a superstar if he is like i just you gotta let him thrive and we'll talk about connecting later there we go but i realized i was like i feel feel like i haven't brought him up on the podcast in a while (laughs) and i don't know why because he's just been so great this season and we have a lot of pieces right now that i think are going to be very beneficial in the long run and a five game winning streak like yeah Woo-hoo! Philly, yeah. Like, across the board, Philly sports is really fun right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... That's,
0: that's it. I'm just, like, I'm <laughs> having a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. It's been great.
1: No, it's, it's, it's refreshing at times when the team puts together a little streak because we have seen this team go through the wrong type of streaks. So many 10-game moving
0: streaks. Yeah, so So many.
1: I think fans are certainly probably feeling refreshed that they're watching this team kind of put things together a little bit, maybe seeing some promise for the rebuild. I always thought this team had better ingredients than they got credit for. I thought they had a lot of players uh, with upside that were like 25 and younger. And you're seeing some of those players put it together. And Brooke really, to me the biggest sign uh, of promise is that they're doing this with some kids in the lineup. They're not, they're not going away from that rebuilding promise of not playing kids and kind of winning with vets they, they have kids in the lineup right now, like Bobby Brink and Tyson Forrester and Igor Zamola and Cam York, that are playing roles, um, sometimes in and out of the lineup, but they're playing roles and, and they're factoring into this. And that, that, I think, is the biggest sign of, of promise uh, to this winning streak. But, Brooke, what elements do you think are sustainable in the streak? I think not everyone's expecting them to win five straight games and never trail, which they're doing right now. They have not trailed <laughs> which yet. Which
0: is also crazy. To they're going to
1: trail at some point. They're probably not going to score first. Um, what, but what elements do you think, Hey, I'm seeing this and I can see it happening moving forward.
0: Um, I think this is a, absolute redemption year for travis sanheim Mm -hmm. and i think if he continues to play the way that he has been like he's standing out in a good way he is a force he's being aggressive he's being super physical and he's being smart and i just think that that will help the blue line so much, which was our biggest question mark going into the season is you have a lot of younger players. Travis Sandheim is coming off of a couple subpar seasons. What is he going to do? We had the injuries of uh, stall and wrist and and now stall is, you know, set to return hopefully within the next game or two. So it'll be really great to see how they play defensively. But also, I think it's been really great to see just across the board they're fighting. Mm. And I know that that is such like a cliche. Like, I don't know where my voice wants to keep going today.
1: You're good. You're excited.
0: (laughs) But I just it's, it's a level of aggression that I feel like I haven't seen. Like, I feel like everybody is fueled by this passion of we want to do better. We want to play up Mm. to um, some of these top teams don't count us out, even if it's a rebuild. And even though they they have these leads that they've keep like accumulating, they're not falling back and being like all right like let's just let's play this one out they keep going that like until the final like horn sounds and it's great it's refreshing i'm have again like they're fun to watch yeah which is i feel like you haven't been able to say that and genuinely mean it for a while aside from like you know a handful of games here or there but i think they've just they've enjoyed it and we've enjoyed it as well and i just think um <clears throat> I feel like I didn't answer your question at all. No, no, but- <laughs> you did, you did. Certain things that are just sustainable. Like just the energy and um, playing up to their opponents and not kind of bowing out. And I feel like once, I think Flyers, Golden Knights is a great example when, you know, they had to go into overtime. People are like, all right, like a, just a point against the defending <laughs> champs. Like that's a moral victory. That's a point right there. That's great. And then, I mean, I don't think it's how Katori drew up <laughs> his overtime yeah. goal but
1: a pass that was turned a, out to a pass be out that shot. turned
0: out to be a goal which <laughs> is so funny that but was. it was great and it was just you know they could have just kind of bowed their heads and been content with taking the point but they knocked off the vegas golden knights what a feat like yeah. that's it was it was huge and i think it just kind of made me finally sit back and realize i was like this team really does have a lot of potential that i don't think people saw coming into this season yeah
1: Celebrity cook Steve Martirano brings his Italian-American cooking back home to Philly. Enjoy Martirano's Prime at Rivers Casino and Steve's famous meatballs with Sunday gravy, prime steaks, and more. Make reservations for Martirano's Prime on Open Table. Brooke, they have been a very fun team. I think that's something that... Uh, fans needed to see like they needed to see an entertaining team they i think some fans would be realistic <laughs> about where the team would be going uh but as long as it's entertaining and bringing them back to watch games and i mean i think they've had everything they they jump out to leads early uh they build on leads they've had some fights where guys are standing up for one another mm-hmm. they've gotten good goaltending all elements that i think make for an entertaining team and a team that you probably want to turn the tv on and and check out from time to time Brooke, one thing I think that might not be sustainable is really their their goals for or goals against. I mean, they've outscored teams twenty-two to eleven in this stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little mm-hmm. under four and a half goals per game, um, and a little over two goals given up per game. I don't think they're going to dominate as much as they are right now. So I'm really intrigued to see how they fare in games when they trail and one goal games. So they they only have one go- uh, win in games decided by one goal. They have four losses in those situations. So I'm really intrigued to see how some of the young players handle games that are a little more tight checking, um, a little tighter in the in the uh, goal department. Um, so that's where I'm I'm really interested to see how this team responds to that. So that, I'm not sure they can sustain the goal scoring that they're they're on right now, um, but kudos to them for doing it for five straight games. I mean, that's an impressive against stretch.
0: Good team against good teams, and I think that I'm I'm gonna scream this off like a mountaintop for as long as I can. I mean, I think i'm really really excited about the black friday game against the rangers i think that is going to be true telling of where they stand in the east in the metropolitan i mean like the rangers are off to an insane start this year um so i i want to see how they you know continue like playing against some of these like top end you know um teams this early in the season and that is one thing we also need to stress it is so early in the season Mm -hmm. i feel like we've gotten our hopes built up you know time and time again the past couple years um just to kind of be squashed (laughs) i think at the end of the season if we see meaningful hockey in march Mm. where they're you know kind of vying and fighting for maybe a second wild card spot not saying that Mm. they're going to make the playoffs but if they're fighting for a spot, um, that's a huge win. And some people are like, well, there goes, there goes a good pick in the draft. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> yes, drafting is important, but you want to win. You don't want to have to sit through a season of terrible hockey and then get a good prospect that you know may not be an immediate help. You want to win now. And I feel like the front office has stressed it time and time again. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tank they're not going to do it and they're showing it and they're being like, I feel like they just keep improving and I feel like they're building off of each, each other. And I just like the chemistry between the guys right now has just been, it's been really great. It's been a breath of fresh air. And I'm going to ask your reaction for this, because <laughs> I, I was talking to a couple of our Flyers pregame um, folk in the office, Joe Fordyce, who's also on the podcast, Ashlyn Sullivan, who's on Flyers pregame live on NBC Sports Philadelphia. For the Golden Knights game and the Blue Jackets game, we were sitting there like, this is loud. Mm-hmm. Wells Fargo Center was loud. It was energetic. It was into the game. Yeah. And I felt like it, it, the past two games have been pretty full as well compared to what we've seen in the past. Um, for somebody who's always you know, up in the press box for games, did you feel that kind of energy shift?
1: I did, Brooke. I, think that, I thought those were two of the better crowds I had seen in a little while. And I'm with you. That Rangers game, I think, is going to be a great test for them because, one, I think it's going to be one of the liveliest crowds we've seen in a little while at the Wells Fargo Center. Mm-hmm. I expect Rangers fans to be there. I expect Flyers fans to be there because they love that Black Friday afternoon game. And the Flyers are playing well. I think there's going to be some expectations to be like, okay, let's see them do it against the rival, the Rangers who are one of the better teams in the league right now. So mm-hmm. yes, I think some fans are buying back in. Um, obviously the Phillies season is over. Things are turning to fall. And I think some fans ouch. are, yes, ouch, ouch. <laughs> but I like ouch, obviously the Flyers season co- <laughs> has coincided with the Phillies playoff runs the last two years. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think the Flyers have obviously had the stomach, not having some fans early on in the season, Uh, and also being a rebuilding team. But I think some fans absolutely are starting to want to come to the Wells Fargo Center again, and that's a good sign. And I think everyone's trying to decipher what we're talking about. Is this for real, or is it maybe just an early stretch for a young team without expectations? Um that's something I think is going to be debated for a long time.
0: It'll be debated until the end of the season. Until the
1: end of the season, the probably whether the, there are playoff or not. Right,
0: game eighty-two. It, right. That is when it'll be like, well, was it a fluke? Was it not? I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll obviously discuss it, you know, throughout the whole season. But yeah, again, I'd rather be sitting here talking about all the positives, talking about a, a NHL best five-game winning streak right now. Then being like this team stinks. I am sad. I am depressed when I watch them. I have to watch them. Yeah. What, nobody wants to talk about that. Like it, l- enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Do you agree with that? Um, you know, I, I will say I, I disagree with John Tortorella probably quite often. You know, that's like my job is to kind of <laughs> th- you know think uh, with constructive criticism of sure. like. It, should he have done that? Should he have done this? There's been times where I'm like, that kid should be playing or this kid should be playing there. But the other day, I really agreed with him when he said he thinks developing and winning go hand in hand. And I couldn't agree more. I think if the Flyers were full out kind of tanking and just throwing young players in there and letting them uh, just kind of throw go into the fire, uh, I, I would disagree with it. I think it's there's something to be said for them playing and also trying to win in the sense that yeah, they're learning how to win and and play. It's not just go out there and play. So, th- do you agree with that? That they can rebuild and also put together winning streaks and try to maybe do something with this season?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, again, I've I've talked at length. I was like, I wasn't happy about the amount of time that Frost had sat to start off the season, but I also completely agree where it's like you kind of have to construct um, these these rosters game in game out. Uh, based around your opponent based around how uh they played the previous perform, the previous game previous matchup and yeah i mean you i wouldn't want to sit and watch an entire team of you know young um new guys in this league where they really have no idea like there are still times where you're sitting there and and you know cam york's matched up against you know one of like the top you know, names in, in the league and you're like, yeah, that's, you know, it's it's a young mistake and, you know, he'll mark that and he'll learn from it. But having line mates and having defensive pairs that, you know, young, older, um, more experienced, it's, it's going to benefit them. Hmm. So, you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it, it might've been a different conversation, but it's, there's a method to the madness always. And, you know, there was always like the running, um, you know, like tagline with the Phillies, it was like trust in Topper. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm going to trust in Torts too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to see what he's going to do. I think, and this season is really going to tell, showcase that I think he really is the right coach for this current state of the team. Yeah. So, you know, Hats off. Torts. It's been it's been a fun stretch of games. And like I said, it's been it's been enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It really has from a media perspective, from a fan perspective, from, you know, being up in the press box and watching fans get excited mm-hmm. for all of these, you know, matchups. It's been great. I don't think anybody expected them to come in and do this right now. No. So nice little surprise.
1: Yes. And I think Danny Breer has done a nice job of constructing the roster in the offseason. season. I feel like they do have a very good blend of some vets that are, you know, good influences on their younger players, and then younger players that are playing impactful roles, you know, just aren't here uh, for the ride. They're, you know, they're impacting games. So, so far, so good. I, I do think there's a very good blend of uh, veteran experience and young players. And that goes to Danny Breer I mean, I thought he did a really nice job with the Garnet Hathaways, the Mark Stahls, um, the you know, the Ryan Palings, uh, and then also not blocking their kids too much. Uh they they do have some lot of decisions every day that we're Mm -hmm. gonna debate. Um, but so far I think they pushed the right buttons and it's it's produced a nice little run for this team and I think uh, some positives that You know, people can start to wrap its arms around a little bit and say, "Okay, maybe, maybe they got something going a little sooner than Mm -hmm. we than we thought." Mm -hmm. Um, Brooke, are you buying in on them making this season maybe one that's way more interesting than we thought in terms of win losses?
0: Yeah, I'm locked in. Okay, I am. um, I I didn't think I was going to be able to say that, (laughs) but I was, and I was joking during um the vegas game you know the two power play goals and i was like oh, okay great and then vegas kind of you know ties the game up and i was like mm. they, i was like they're not winning this one and then they win in overtime and i was like maybe it, it really is a new era of orange jordan <laughs> and i was cracking up because i was like you know what it really like, i just feel like across the board everything feels different the energy around the team the energy in the arena and it is something that's you know, it, it's alluring, you you kind of want to you gravitate toward it and be like, what is going on? Like, mm. what is this team doing? I I, I read our, our like responses under like our final score graphics on social media all the time. And people are like, wait a minute, they won again, they won again, <laughs> they're like, I need to I need to watch the next game. And like, they're getting people to talk about Flyers hockey again mm-hmm. in Philly. And this is during a time where You know, Philly's just made an NLCS run. The Eagles just knocked off the Chiefs. They're nine and one. The Sixers right now are 10 and three. You know, (laughs) for the Flyers to be a legitimate topic of conversation, to be a fun team, I feel like, is this like a new golden age of Philly sports? Like, I mean, I'd like a couple championships in the process before (laughs) labeling it, but just across the board, it it's really fun to be a Philly sports fan right now. And it's even more thrilling that the flyers are a part of the conversation. Yeah.
1: Not just deep fourth fiddle. You <laughs> yeah. Know, it's where...
0: like, Oh yeah. The, the Phillies, the Eagles, the Sixers and the flyers. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, it's across the board right now. Every team is fun to watch. And I love that.
1: Yeah, no, it's been, <laughs> it's been fun. And, uh, I kind of want to see them in some tough division games. I, I, I feel like, uh, division games just have a different feel to them, a little more intensity because the teams know each other a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's more matchups between the teams. Um, I feel like sometimes a team like the Flyers can surprise a golden Knights team because, you know, maybe there's not something really kind of there, um, from the past, but the two teams, mm-hmm. I think division games will be, uh, where we learn a lot about this Flyers team. Um, I think I had them at an 81-point uh, season before the year. I think it's very possible they, they could be better than that, and they mm-hmm. surprised some people. not sure I'm buying in yet on them being a playoff team um, or anything like that, but I do think this is very good progress, very good signs for them and their rebuild. Uh, I just think yeah. across the board, they've they played well. I don't think anyone can take that away from them. It hasn't been fluky. It's not like Carter Hart's making 48 saves a night. Uh, I think they've been a very good team over the last five uh, five-game stretches. Five-game stretch—it's there's something uh, to hang your hat on that. So, yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'm I'm anxious to see them in some divisional games on the road. Um, how they handle those.
0: Well, we have a lot of divisional games to coming up. They have, including last um, matchup against the Blue Jackets. There's seven consecutive yeah. games against the Metropolitan yeah. Division. So that is crazy and a little chaotic. They'll see the Islanders for the first time. The Rangers. They'll yep. see the Hurricanes in that stretch again, back to back pittsburgh games which is always chaotic and then a preview of um the stadium series with the devils lots of fun which is crazy fun games yeah i'm like ooh, like maybe we're like we're actually gonna have a pretty fun and exciting stadium series game right now yeah um for in in february so you know i i i told you jordan hall i'm locked in right (laughs) now
1: (laughs) i think friday's gonna be fun i think everyone not to overlook wednesday's game but uh oh
0: no no they're you know at the islanders they're always so good But Black them. Friday, should, yeah, I think it's going
1: to be actually a hot ticket uh, at the Wells Fargo Center. Everyone mm-hmm. loves those games on Black Friday, and it's a really good game. I mean, it's Flyers Rangers, both teams playing well. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. A barometer, perhaps, bro, Uh-ho-ho. for the Flyers
0: Uh-ho-ho. to see who they
1: are, where they are. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll keep. Breaking it all down right here on the Flyers Talk podcast. A good stretch for the team, Brooke. A fun stretch. Um, We appreciate everyone listening about that fun stretch. But Brooke Desha, thank you so much. Great to see you. Great chatting with you. A big thank you to Ben Barry, our podcast producer, and Guru. Always being flexible with our time. And Flyers fans, of course, as always, thank you so much for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast live here at Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and we can't wait to talk to you next time.